We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Well, it was known as the Lori and Julia show, but now it's the laundry show here at oh, My Talk 1071. <laughs> And uh, it's a beautiful, warm Tuesday evening, so let's let's have some fun. Let's have some fun. We have Patrick Richards with us, um, our laundry evangelist, our Discovery TV show star, and our author. Oh, and he's not even 40 yet. My gosh, how does all this happen, mm. Patrick? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take not being 40. I I'll know. go with that. We'll go with that. Okay, so, you know, um, so we were just talking about the Paris Hilton um, cooking show on Netflix that was canceled. It really wasn't good. Did you ever try to watch it? Um, I did not. I couldn't. I will tell you. I mean, you know, Paul McCartney told me not to name drop. But um, I, I actually, hope you do all day. Oh, <laughs> but I actually met Paris once. I'm going to tell That's you. That's hot. It was hot because she is adorable. Agreed. We love her. I mean. Agreed. And I think, like, I want that to work because I want these things to work for her. Yeah. It's just I think that wasn't the right one. It's just so out of the box. Like, I would have rather her, like, did a show like thrift shopping. Would that be a lot more fun? Yeah. yeah. Because you think of her in that clothes. I mean, I don't, I look at her and I don't think she's ever eaten. So cooking just doesn't. And it was really kitschy stuff like making mac and cheese from, um, you know, craft box. It wasn't. Anything, but I would like her to tell us, like, go through her purse. You know, right. I would like to sit down. I want to know every brand she uses. You know, I agree mm-hmm. with you because I do think we love those girls from Simple Life. Yeah. And everything she went through. I mean, she was another one who was exposed mm-hmm. by Rick Solomon. I mean, but she really is lovely. Right. And then she gets married. And then if, the day after, you know, you find out the guy has this kid that's never talked about. And he's a dumb Debbie. Dad. I mean, they really yeah. kind of ruined that for her. But I agree with you. Wrong vehicle. Yeah. Just, I think, and I would watch her. I think she's fun. Mm-hmm. But I think she's got to do something where she's fun. And, you know, the like kitschy cooking, you know, I mean, do I care that Kim Kardashian is going to make mac and cheese with her? No. Because, you know, I'd, I just think it'd be more fun if she just interacted with people not in her sphere. Yes. Just to be like they did in Simple Life. Yeah, Simple Life's perfect went and, example. Went and milk cows. They went on their road trips and did all these out of, out of you know, normal life things. I right. would agree with you. Because she is. Yeah. And she's a success boy. Yeah, she's... She has built a brand. Yeah, she's a sharp cookie. And, yeah. you know, and very and just very sweet. So, I mean, I, w- I hope it works out really well for her. I just think that was right idea, wrong project. Agreed. Agreed. Now, did you go see Come Away... With me, you know that's in, it's in town right now. My friends just saw it and said it come from away. Mm-hmm. I I have not seen it. Every person, in fact, I got a Facebook message this morning from a friend of mine who's like, "You've got to go see it this week." 
we're going to try to squeeze it in, but you mm-hmm. know, Casey Musgraves is tomorrow, I and know. then the drag show at the Mall of America is on Friday. I know. And so, you know, it's kind of a busy week, but it is. Tell us about okay. So when he says we, your partner is Ross Rayla, who's the music critic and other things at the St. Paul Pioneer Press. Right. How long have you guys been together? Seventeen years, almost. How Next did, in two weeks, seventeen years. And did you end up in Minnesota for Neiman's? I did. I I actually ended up in Minnesota because I wanted to move somewhere where it wasn't so hot. Isn't that? And funny? so I looked for a job in Minneapolis and ended up here with Neiman Marcus, and then Nordstrom, and then you know now the store. But mm-hmm. I met Ross right after I started at Nordstrom. So yeah, seventeen years ago, we lived in the same building, which is the way I suggest you meet someone because it's just so easy. It's so cute. You just, I mean, you don't, you know, your dates are like. Let's Come, order a pizza and we just right. go upstairs. Yeah, it's great. That's a that's a great way mm-hmm. to meet someone. I highly recommend it if you can make it work. Well, exactly, if you can make it work. Okay, so talk to us about the drag show at Mall of America, because this is a big deal, and it's Friday night, right? Yeah, it's Friday night. It's Chad Campy. It's Flip Phone Productions. Love, and love Chad. He's the absolute dreamiest. And so it's part of the mall turns 30 this year, which is crazy. Isn't that and so they're doing a year's worth of programming, and Friday night is this drag show. And, I mean, they've gotten some pretty big names for it. So they're kind of all in. There's some nationals and some locals. It's super fun. We went to a drag show with him a couple of years ago. And, I mean, we've seen several. But he did a show at a different mall a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And it was so much fun. So I'm really excited to see it Friday. And, and it, you know, will it be in the Rotunda where they do the, the fashion Rotunda, shows yeah. and everything? I yeah. love. And they put on great events. And he's so great. He Thank you for bringing that up because I forgot about it. Oh. I had that printed out, but if you yeah. got lost in the paperwork somewhere, but great. And Casey Musgraves is going to be at the Excel, right? Right, Excel tomorrow night. And I mean, she's the cutest. She is lovely. So you get to do a lot of fun events. So you're you're a plus one for a lot of stuff. Yeah, I, I, I try to tag along when uh-huh. I can. Is there a favorite that you've been to this past year? Um, this past year, actually, this is really corny. Okay, I don't care. Well, my don't favorite. Don't say it was Kevin Costner because that was mine. No. <laughs> It's funny. My favorite this past year is the Music Man at Chanison Dinner Theater. Oh, wasn't it the bomb? It was so great. And Todd? And it was just, oh, oh it, was, it was fantastic. So, you know, it wasn't actually a concert. I hate to say that, but... It's their last weekend this weekend, Yeah, I think. I think it is. I think then it's Footloose. Yes. It, they do amazing productions. Yeah, I love, I love Chanison. So we broadcast from there every year. I love Chad yeah. Hassan. And no. I love them. Like mm-hmm. they're so nice. But yeah, that was probably my that was probably my favorite tag along of the year, mm-hmm. I think. That's a good one. Yeah. I love I love that show. And it was surprising because they, they mixed it up a little bit. Yeah. And they did such a great job with it. I love, love, love it. All right. So we're gonna come back with random oh, we've got it like a minute. We'll come back with random thoughts. And if you have a French bulldog, please get a better collar and get a tracking device. And we're going to tell you why when we come back. This is Lori and Julia at MyTalk 107.1. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay, so um, if you're just joining us, Patrick um, Richards is in. I always want to call you Richardson, so I keep looking. It is Richardson. It is. Yeah. Why do we say Richardson on your name tag? It's Richardson, isn't it? Is it is Richardson. Oh, for crying out loud, because I'm like, I'm saying the wrong name. Yeah, no. Here, I'll just, here, we can fix that. And, and oh, if you want to know anything about laundry and all your laundry needs, listen to our first hour. We covered everything. <laughs> so, I I know Lori was obsessed with French Bulldogs, and I, um, my 
my physical therapist just got one and brought it into work the other day. And it was a three month old Frenchie and they're the cutest, cutest, cutest things. But about what was it now? I think it was two years or a year and a half ago when Lady Gaga's dog walker was out walking her French bulldogs and they got taken. Well, this has just started. It's been going on. But if you have French bulldogs, people, please be careful because there is such a market for them. And um, basically, French bulldogs are hugely popular, selling for thousands of dollars on the black market. They're the dog of the stars. Um, And what's happening is because the dogs don't bark a lot or make a lot of noise when you take them, you know, they're an easy dog. (laughs) You know, you don't have to exercise too much or do anything too much with the Frenchie. Do you know what I mean? They're kind of a lazy person's dog. They don't require a lot, but dog thieves everywhere are really on the rise. There's this bunch of terrible stories. So I just want people, please be careful. I mean, of all the things you have to worry about, I'd hate to have to worry about that. So make sure that is the brand everybody wants right now. Right. Boy. There's so many good pound dogs. There are so many good pound dogs. Right. There are. But like I said, they're la- they're kind of like lazy dogs. They? <laughs> yeah. they make a cute noise. They really do. I mean, just, everything about them is just cute. I mean, they're just cute. That's all I can be saying. They're just lumps. I mm-hmm. mean, they don't like my sister has this um, miniature golden doodle, doodle um, Henry, or it's Hank. It's Hank. I always want to call him the wrong name. And he's over a year now, and it's just the cutest thing. But it acts like a cat, so it sits like on top of um, <laughs> of the um, couches like a cat and does all these cat like things and. I mean, but it needs to be walked, and not once, but like three times, big time a day. So the Frenchie is just a good lazy. If you want to be, you know, lazy, lazy, lazy. Okay, I think you will appreciate this, and I want to know if you ever, ever, ever went to Studio Fifty Four. I never got to go, but it, you know, it's talk about if you could have a if you could go back like time machine. I mean, that would be probably at the top of my bucket list because Betty White Studio Fifty Four. Right. I'm. Don't you think? That would have been the place to be. Yeah, I mean, it would have been so much cooler than me. And, you know, it happened later than me. I would have been the loser in the room. I would have been Kojak. Yeah, but I, you know, I was just, I I absolutely, if I could have had the chance, I would have gone. I would have sat with Andy, Liza, Halston, Calvin, you know, and me. All your best friends. Right. Liza. Yep. We we, we hang out. (laughs) Liza and I text. Um, But no, it like, if I could have gone to Studio 54, because, you know, when I watch the movies, I mean, even when you watch the documentary and everybody's like sweaty and hot, oh, yeah. I'm just like, oh, I would have so done that if I could have. And disco, which, I mean, I love disco so much. I mean, come on. Yeah. What Did more you, could you love? Right. So today, 42 years ago today, in 1980, Studio 54 owners Steve Rubel and Ian um, Schrager, if I'm saying that right, were sentenced mm-hmm. to a three and a half years prison sentence mm-hmm. for tax invasion and fined $20,000. Uh, Ian was pardoned by President Obama in 2017 and now owns a line of massively successful upscale hotels. And Steve died of AIDS in 1989. Yeah. So. I mean, talk talk about stories they could tell. You know, that's the book. I mean, Jamie Lynn's book, I don't care, but I mean, that book, that's the one I want to read. I want Ian to tell all the dish. Oh, don't you think? Well, okay, so Liza Minnelli was on um, CBS this Mm -hmm. morning with... um, Michael Feinstein. Yes, Feinstein. They're doing the Bernstein album right. together. And did you watch it? I watched it. I didn't watch it live. I watched okay. it, you know, okay, sure. a clip. Do you think she has Parkinson's? I've thought that for a while. Yeah. I mean, I, when I saw her a few years ago on like an award show or something, and she was actually there with Lorna and Joey, which was super strange. 
um, she seemed a little off. And, you know, it's very possible. I mean, it, she was she seemed a little shaky then. You know, the thing is, I, I've got to be honest, I would look at her like if they would just put her in a chair, I would happily be the plus one to Ross for two hours to just sit there and stare at her. Oh, OK. So Lori and I saw her oh. in Vegas and Lori's brother made us go. It was a Sunday afternoon. We're like, should we go? Should we go? And we're like, we're never going to see her again. We're never going to see her. So we made ourselves go. And she sang like 12 songs mm-hmm. and we had great seats right in front. And she was she was still on and um Watching her this Sunday, I just, she's only 75 years old, but boy, what has, what she has been through. Yeah, she's had but a life. She has had a life, and what an entertainer, and it mm-hmm. made me just a little sad, because do you remember when she was with Isaac Masrahi for his clothing line? Oh, absolutely. Smoking the cigarettes, and I feel like that was only 10 years ago, yeah. when they were pumping that on QVC, and mm-hmm. she was so delightful and vivacious and right. energetic, and I thought, so, um... On Clean and Bradley's show, uh, Blind Item today, was that who, after their last interview, never will do a live interview again. And it made me sad because I was her. And I thought, yeah. because I want more of her, even though she slips with a slee and slits with a soul, you know, mm-hmm. and Liza with a Z. She is iconic. Yeah. I do want more of her. And I wish she could just embrace whatever it is she has and just be out there because she is such a character. She has stories. That's yeah. the book. Yeah, to, uh, that would be the book. That's I mean, the book. Think of like you know, I mean, Halston Halston days and Peter Allen. You yes. know, her husband, Peter Allen, who you know, the boy from Oz, right? I mean, she and then you know she then goes and does David the Pet Shop Boys. I mean, right, right. The, oh, for completely forgot about David. Oh, yeah. Well, I think everybody tried to forget about David uh-huh. Guest, but you know, she just I, she just embraces life and she just moves forward. And you know, then on top of. All of her stories. I mean, her mother's Judy freaking Garland. I know. You know, come on. I know. I mean, she has the stories to tell, but I love the fact that, you know, she has stayed relevant. I mean, remember she did um, uh, the show, Arrested Development. Yes. You know, I mean, she just kept doing things and being new, you know, which is one of the reasons we loved Betty White, right? I mean, she kept moving forward and didn't just kind of rest. You know, she reinvented and stayed. But, but, and so I want her to do it. I wanted to keep going. 100%. But when we say that, now here's someone who's trying to keep doing that, who's, I think, failing Madonna. Oh, yeah. Well, because she's not embracing who she is. Right. You know, the thing is, Madonna... Must be 26. Right. And she needs to remember that she's Madonna. Right. You know, That's I mean... Huge. I feel like I'm sitting across from Lori right, right now, Rachel. I, I mean, she's Madonna. <laughs> like, you know, Queen Bay and J-Lo and all those people need to remember that, you know, Madonna is still Madonna. And she needs to just embrace who she is rather than, you know, the pictures I saw with her, you know, recently. It's just like, come on, you know. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Now, just be Madonna. Like, own the fact that you... Are an icon. Right. You are the diva. Right. You know, they all came after you right. because you did it first. But she keeps trying to be a Kardashian. Right. And she's just not, you know? And I think it's funny because I think of her and the person I think that's most like her probably is Lady Gaga. Yes. And I think Lady Gaga kind of embraces the fact that she's Lady Gaga. And when she gets older, she's going to be old Lady Gaga. And she may be 75 and, you know, be like, yeah, I'm going to put the meat dress back on. But she's not going to try to be she's something. She's going to wear a turtleneck underneath. Exactly. <laughs> she's going to be more like Cher, you know, 100. who just embraces who she is yeah. and just goes. And, and, and that's it. And I, I think, like, okay, did you like the movie The House of Gucci? Um, I have not seen The House All of right. Gucci. It's terrible because I love that story. I love the documentary. I've read the book. I just, I haven't had See, that's time. That's okay to wait. I just want to sit. The truth of the matter is I've been really busy. Yeah. And when I watch The House of Gucci, I just want to sit and take it in because yeah. I remember that story yeah. so clearly. Right. Because of the fashion thing. Sure. And it, it is, it's something you need to take in. Yeah. And it it's over two hours, so you yeah, need I mean, plenty, I just, you need a big time block. Yeah, I just want to sit and watch it. It was I mean, an experience. Yeah. I want to see it because, you know, Star is Born, she oh, was well, she, heaven on earth. Amazing. You know, and then her and Tony. But I mean, it's, I love her. Yeah, she's great. Mm-hmm. And you're right. And I think she does embrace herself. But I also think she's aware of, um, she's very outspoken about mental illness. Mm-hmm. She also talks about her own struggles. She feels relatable. Right. I don't know that Diet, Diana, Madonna's ever given us that I'm like you girl. Right. No, Not I, since Holiday, the first album, when she was dancing in the club with plastic bands around right. her bra- bracelets, you know? Right. But, you know, I mean, the thing about Madonna is, I mean, she kind of knew her shtick. Oh. And she did so great. But then oh. it's now she just, you know, like she needs to do greatest hits, you know? Mm. And she just needs to just Remix embrace it. the fact that do she duets. is. Right. She just needs to admit that she is the Madonna. Bomb. Because, you know, I mean, if I was Madonna, I would just, you know. She needs to be listening. Yeah. Famously, if Madonna, if you're listening, call yeah. in. Call We've in. got some tips. Yeah, and if you have anything you need a st- help with a stain, <laughs> we can help you out there too. Well, you know, when we first started the show in 2003, mm-hmm. Lori and I would fight over Madonna, and finally, I'm like, "You can have her," and she goes, "Well, she'd like me better than you anyway." So that was always my line to Lori for you know, Lori and I have worked together for 30 years, right. 20 year. And 10 other places, but it was just so funny. So we'd fight over Madonna. She's like, she would always like me better. And I'm like, you're right. She would. And you can have her. <laughs> poor Madge. Poor Madge. All right. So when we come back, we are going to talk. You know, it, it, people are, we're that damn Wordle. Yeah. Wordle, Myrtle, Turtle. Um, we're going to talk a little bit more about it. And I've got some tips because this obsessive game there's another app so if you don't want just one word you can have seven in a row um we'll get to that when we come back this is my talk 1071 streaming live all right we're levitating here happy tuesday afternoon it's a little after 4 30 and it's still nice out and patrick richardson's filling in we're, we've talked laundry we've talked pop culture you know one of the things that you um talk about because you did a paper on it mm-hmm the art of style, or what was it called that you the did? Meaning of style, yeah. The meaning of style, because you, all right, obviously you've been into fashion your entire life, right? And you have a very classic look. 
you look like you just came off the East Coast, you know, <laughs> you know, um, out of a polo lounge or something. But you have a classic look. Right. And when you wrote this artist style, was it your graduate paper or your paper from? No, it's a paper that I was actually asked to contribute to a textbook. Okay. And so I just wrote it. And what it was all about was just kind of doing your thing. You know, like you kind of find your look and then you just kind of you just embrace your style like and, you know, no matter what it is, like if you loved, I don't know, swatch watches, fine. Just own the fact that you love swatch watches and then everything works. You know, the problem that so many people have is they just, you know, go to the store and the store kind of tells them what to buy, mm-hmm. which is fine because, you know, fashion has to move forward and yes. we have to keep going forward. But by the same token, you kind of have a look and you kind of have a, a style, so to speak. So, you know, as long as you kind of live in your wheelhouse, mm-hmm. if it's minimal, if it's preppy, if it's right. modern, whatever, you kind of live in your wheelhouse, then you never look costumey. Okay. You know, I could go to the store and, you know, it, not that I could fit it, but like, you know, and some of the things that like the super modern, like streetwear, and I could buy it, but it's just not going to look like me. Right. Because it's not who I am. However, that being said, I love the streetwear sneakers. Oh, love. And buy them all the time. Yeah. You know, because that kind of, in fact, Ross, if you're listening, turn off um, (laughs) for about a minute. You know, I have a pair at the store that I just had shipped to me that's just super cool. And sneakers can set you back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so then, you know, you put them on and they just become part of, like, they become part of my wardrobe. Right. They just kind of work in my, you know, my preppy thing. Right. But that was what it was all about. It was just about kind of, you know, finding your, your vibe and just sort of, you know, leaning in. But at the same time, I've always kind of admired Jennifer Lopez because she can mix up her looks so big time. She totally can, but she always looks, she's always glam. I mean, it doesn't matter. She could put on Ralph Lauren or, um, you know, Oscar de la Renta or, you know, Louis Vuitton. It doesn't matter. She's always going to look glam because remember when she did work boots, they had a four inch heel. Oh, yeah. You know, everybody else Mm -hmm. was doing grunge and doing a work boot. Well, she did a work boot. It just had a four inch heel because she's glam. And, you know, I love her. Actually, I I love her a lot. I love her. I mean, I just, every time I look at her, I think, do you know you look like that? She's so amazingly beautiful. Oh, my gosh. She's so amazingly beautiful. She really is. Okay, so I showed you my new Wordle app. So Wordle is um, something that Lori introduced it to us two weeks ago, or it might only have been last week, mm-hmm. but it's sweeping the country. A guy from the U.S. invented it, but it's it um, is out of it. The website says UK, but you get one word a day. You get it's a five letter word. You get five chances to guess what it is, and it'll tell you if you guess the right letters in the right place or if you've just got the right letter. And so you go through this process. So, and it's fun because you just get one a day and he designed it so it wouldn't be compulsive obsessive. So I had some girlfriends up to the cabin this weekend and we're all doing Wordle and we're all, you know, doing it at the same time and trying not to throw out clues and everything. But it gets a little bit crazy because you're like, what the heck is the word? What is it? And so my friend gave me this thing and she said, one of the things that they say to do is to come up with a word where you use a ton of vowels, like a do, because you've got your A, D, I, E, U. You're just missing your O. So that's kind of like a good starting place. And then your second word should just be completely different out of the blue, unless you've got one of the vowels. You can try to put it, if it's in the right place or not, it'll tell you. But they also say 
um, arise is a good starting word. Roast. Irate. Just these are clues Mm -hmm. because I'm obsessed. And I use now I've downloaded this app called Wordle where it doesn't just stop you after doing it once. So last night I found myself getting so frustrated, going crazy, trying to get this. And some I'd get in three and then some I finally just make up a word for the bottom just because I was so sick of trying to guess. Other things I remember, you can use double letters. So if you want to try to do that, like Abby is a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of building off your first word, like they say, is try the second one with different letters. For example, notes or um, let's see, um, loathe is a good one. Chino. Chino is a good Chino's one. Chino is a good one. So those are just some ideas if people are obsessed with it, like, and you've played it. Yeah, I, this morning I woke up and literally before I got out of bed, <laughs> I reached for my phone because I had to do today's Wordle. I, and then, you know, I look at the time, like, I'm disappointed because it tells you how many more hours until another word one. comes. No. And it has crossed my mind, like, you know, I could get up at midnight and just, you know, do a quick Wordle. Isn't this ridiculous? Like, no, it's hysterical. But, but I'm not going to download the app because... Don't. I love the fact that it's one a day because then I just obsess the rest of the day about what the next wordle is going to be. And that's so much better yeah. than mm-hmm. me who just sat there all last night going crazy trying to figure mm-hmm. out all these words. I, I think that's the better way to go. Um, so the tennis is happening, the Australian Open, and it's been a big kerfuffle with the COVID and with Novak Djokovic and things like that. So um, one of the fallouts is he was he is not allowed to play in... Um, the Australian Open, they have so many rules. People have been, they've been really restricted down there, worse than anyone else. And so one of the things now, as a result of his um, not wanting to get vaccinated, is that his major sponsor, Lacoste, is it Lacosta? It's Lacoste. It's Lacoste, our little alligator that we yeah, grew up with right. that came back with a vengeance. Totally. Um, it's his major sponsor, and um, the French Open is the next of the Grand, Glance, Grand Slams if you're a tennis player. And they have, you have to have a vaccine pass to play any professional sports in France. So I'm wondering if this is, he's got $40 million in endorsements. If this is going to be such a point where he just puts his hand in the sands and says, screw it, instead of going for his career thing or what's happening. So anyway, his major sponsors now are concerned. Sure. I mean, why wouldn't you be? Right. I mean, $40 million. Yeah. You've given somebody that much money. To wear your clothes. Right. And, you you know, I mean, they should just take the money back, you know, if he can't do it. I wonder what he'll do. Yeah. I don't know. I I wonder what he'll do because he's such a good tennis player. Right. He really is. I, you know, I mean, it, it, I guess it just depends on, you know, we're going to find out how convicted he is. With, right. You know, if he's willing to give up. Because i got to be honest, $40 million. That's mm. a lot of, well, he's very wealthy. But it's yeah, but still, even so, $40 million, I don't care how wealthy you are. It's a still Walking a ton of away from a that's a big $40 time. million dollar check. That's a big time. So that's kind mm. of out there, sitting out there right now. And um, if you want to try to watch the Australian Open, good luck. Um, it's on overnight. Right. Basically, and I had to I um, download the ESPN2 Plus app, mm-hmm. which I never thought I would do in my life. But it was kind of fun to watch Osaka play and some of the people play again. I'm, I'm a big tennis fan. Can, I can. It's sick. Right. It's sick. So when I was doing Rodal, I was watching tennis. Well, out, I, of the, you know out of the corner of my eye. Worst things people can do. Right. Totally. I mean, worst you know. things. Okay. So you were talking about being obsessed with TV shows. Right. 
You have a silly one. Yeah, this is hysterical. I'm obsessed with Survivor. And so because Survivor's not on right now, Ross and I have found that you can watch Australian Survivor, New Zealand Survivor, South African Survivor. And, you know, there's like seasons. I mean, you know, there's 10 or 12 seasons. So we have, I mean, we can go all winter. And what's fun about them is they're much more physical Oh, really? That American Survivor, oh, really? yeah. Why? Um, I guess you know they just have different sort of Rules? values, or okay. yeah, yeah. So, um, and then it's not for as much money. Okay. So the people seem to really like each other. Oh, that's nice. So they're very competitive, but Friends. they like each other. Yeah. So it's really fun, and I mean, I we're like, is there a favorite? Um, my favorite would be Australian. But I can't tell you that I have a favorite season because I like different people from different seasons. Sure. But I think two or three seasons just dropped this week. I think it's on Netflix. Uh, no, Hulu. I, uh, oh, I don't no, know. I don't know. I can't, I can't even say. I think it's. I, it could be Apple TV. I can't remember. Wherever it is, some new seasons just dropped this week. And what is it about Survivor you like? Because I, I, I have a friend who still watches Survivor. I don't know. I I love like that they're competitive with each other. I love, you know, sort of the find hidden idols. You know, I don't really love the no food thing. I mean, right. you know, although, you know, at my size, I could go all 40 days, no rice, nothing, be fine. <laughs> um, just give me some water, I'd be good. <laughs> but, you know, I, I just, I love it. It's just, and I also love that, you know, it's an episode and it's an hour. And when it's done, I'm done. Like, there's a winner well, of that challenge. Yeah, and just it's over. I don't worry about it anymore. Like, oh, I love that. Like Ozark, which is coming back. Right. I mean, when I get into the 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 series shows, like I'm curious. Okay, what happens next week? Whatever. So I'm almost better off waiting for those until they're done, okay. so that I can watch them all back to back. Because right. I just get so Compulsive. hyped up thinking yeah. about it all week. I don't know. It's like Wordle. Mm-hmm. You you should not download the app. No, I should It'll not. It'll drive you crazy. I will sit in the tub. <laughs> You know, my whole life will be consumed. People will be like, what's laundry? And I'll be like, I'll tell you in just one second. But what's, what's a, a five-letter five word for laundry? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Bath like, mm-hmm. in England. I'll be like, wait, linen. You know, and I'll just keep going. That's, um, you know, so I probably shouldn't. Well, that's funny. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to attempt to Hollywood speak. We'll see what happens. It's Lori and Julia on My Talk 1071. So what are you trying to say? the meaning of this all right everybody we are going to do hollywood speaking here and our first thing is um this is from jim belushi he uh says rodents get high on my supply weed farming ain't easy so he has a cannabis um he's a cannabis farmer running he's running into a bunch of new challenges the rodents are just eating up all the drugs and getting too high so he's constantly battling gophers, ground squirrels, which seem to love getting high of his plants. He says um, he just can't believe what's going on. He feels like Bill Murray and Caddyshack <laughs> with the moles. And he just is going on and on, but he is about to push for federal le- legislation. He can't believe that we can't get this done, but he doesn't see it happening soon because of how much money's at stake. And then he says his farm is in Napa Valley of marijuana, and um, he just says, oh, my God, my rodents are always high and just kind of bumping into things. Mm-hmm. That would be, I hate, I don't like rodents very much. I think it'd be hard. Yeah, I'm not a big fan, but you I'm know, not. 
He should probably stop leaving, you know, bags of Doritos out too. So that they don't, the munchies. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe maybe I could maybe I should call him. Maybe that's maybe, the problem. Maybe you should call him. Did I tell everyone it's Kevin Costner's birthday today? Happy birthday, Kevin Costner. Oh, Kevin. Mm. Oh, I love him. You know, I um I love him. Met him years and years and years ago and he was Where? also super nice in Seattle. We were staying in the same hotel. What were you doing? Um, what was he doing? <laughs> we were there was for he the final four. Oh, fun. Yeah. Yeah. He, um, and he's very nice mm. and charming. And all the women that were in the group, I mean, like he would come out and you would just hear, <gasps> and so you'd be like, oh, Kevin Costner's leaving the hotel. He's hot. Yeah. I know. I saw your um, husband, Ross, yeah. at um, Kevin Costner's concert this summer at the State Fair. And his line to me is, I hope you didn't pay for these tickets. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't overly excited, but you I know, know. But I. Everybody has their thing. I mean, I, proof he, that there's something for everybody. It proof. It was the funniest line because he just looks right at me and I'm like, oh God, I love Kevin. Mm-hmm. I love him. But he's 67. If anyone wants to, you know, they've done such a great job marketing Yellowstone on Insta. I don't mm-hmm. know if you've, I mean, it's unbelievable. They really, with the product placement and all the product development out of that show, it's pretty amazing. You're kind of good at that too, with yeah. the laundry products. Yeah, once oh, in a while. Okay, so when, um, all right, I'll give you a couple more. Tracy Morgan jokes about divorce during his comedy show. You know, he got divorced during COVID. So this is his second wife, and he just did a show last week, and he said, "My wife took my wife took this whole social distancing thing a little too far." And he said, "I called her up and asked her if she was quarantining, and she responded, "Call it what you want. I left, and I ain't coming back." <laughs> But can't you hear him saying yes, that? Yes, that's funny. <laughs> that's hysterical. <laughs> Call it what right. you want. Right. But I'm done. So they had, you know, they were together um, five years of marriage, but they got divorced during quarantining. And at one point during the original lock, lock, lockdown, when we're all not knowing what's going on, everyone's scared and watching the news 24-7, he was in his basement and he has a bowling alley and he has, you know, all these toys around and stuff and you could just see him, you could just see where they wouldn't be getting along. Right. You could just kind of see the fabric unfolding (laughs) right there in his interviews. Right. From his basement, (laughs) from the arcade center. And I'm like, ah, that doesn't look like that much fun for someone else. Okay, other things, Bethany Frankel um, puts uh, Kanye West and the Kardashians on blast so over the weekend, there was Kanye just takes to social media to tell us he's taking a poop, basically. Right. And if it wasn't his poop, someone stole the toilet paper when he wanted to take a poop. You know, he has to, to air every dirty laundry thing about everyone around him. And he said um, he took to social media doing a live thing saying Kim would not allow him to attend their four year old daughter Chicago's birthday party. But he was eventually seen at the party and he was planning on having his own later. And she tweeted, I guess keeping up with the Kardashians isn't going to be difficult thanks to daily updates from at Kanye West and, of course, the mainstream media. Bethany's just not afraid to say what she thinks. I Ever. Mean, no, she just puts it out there and Ever. You know, I kind of love her for that. Not Same. Gonna lie. I originally thought when she was putting it on blast, before I read the article, I thought she was going to say something about don't put your kids in the middle of YouTube because right. she's had that very long. Right. Jason oh, Hopper, gosh. Hoppy Hopper, whatever his name is, in their daughter Brynn, they've had such a long divorce and right. so terrible. Right. So I thought she was going to say, hey, 
listen, I've been through this. You guys keep your kids out of it. Right. So I thought that was what she was going to say, but but she got a good dig in there, I thought. Yeah. And you know, it's funny. I actually thought they got along well because when Kim was on SNL, she said that she asked Kanye for advice. She did. Fashion advice. Yeah. So I kind of thought I didn't know they had a thing. I think it's just starting because the, mm. the fact, you know, it's more and more as you put boundaries up when you get divorced, like you right. can't come into the house, Kanye, whenever you want. You can't. He did vile things about her on social media. I don't know. Maybe it's getting to her right. or something. And she just wants some boundaries around and him. she's dating. Yeah. I mean, you know, Pete Davidson. Yeah. So, you know, she's... She's having fun. Right, good for her. And she's done with the... Mm-hmm, yeah. I don't know where he's going to be from one minute to the next kind of thing. Right. So that's that. All right, so the next one is um, Princess Eugenie, Prince Andrew. Right. Daughter is starting her own podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, here's what it's about. She's 31 years old, and she's starting a podcast for anti her anti-slavery charity. And she met this woman, Julia de Bonneville, and they founded the Anti-Slavery Collective in 2017 to combat combat modern slavery and trafficking, which seems very responsible, very smart, very reasonable. The timing with what her dad is going through with sex trafficking is right. very interesting that she would start a podcast right now and get her name in the news for something her dad is all over the news for. Right. Timing. Right. It's, yeah, I mean, we're going to hope that it's just accidental, that they've been, you know, because a podcast isn't something you just say, I'm going to start doing it tomorrow. Really? I, I disagree with you. Oh, okay. Well, maybe. <laughs> but yeah, but for Princess Eugenie and Julie, I bet it, they've been putting a plan together. Right. But wouldn't you postpone? Well, you would think, but, you know, she's also her mother's child. And, you know, remember her mom wasn't afraid to uh, do anything. use anything <laughs> to get in the media. I mean, you know, she made those dishes for Wedgwood and guys sucked her toes. I mean, she just, right? I mean, she would do I, she sold rights to Prince Andrew. Right. I mean, she did it. So maybe I want to think Eugenie's, you know, a step up. Right. But but I think don't Harry and Megan, don't they have a podcast? They have a podcast. Yeah. Yep. So, but it's not about sex trafficking. Yeah, fair enough. But um, I mean, just yeah. she's not the first she for is the city royal. She is not the first. And go. also her um her uncle Mike Tyndall, who's married to the Queen's granddaughter, um, Zara. He hosts mm-hmm. a rugby podcast called The Good, The Bad, and The Rugby. Oh, okay. So it's yeah. it's there's been precedent. Yeah, so there's kind of... So maybe let's hope... We're going to just hope that it's accidental that this timing happens. Yes. And I guess TBD, right? We're going to... We'll find out. 100%. <laughs> do you think... Okay, so in the late... Do you think Harry and William will ever make up? I I want them to Same, so bad. Brothers. And, you know, I mean, I have a younger brother and I'm crazy about him. And we're four years apart, which is close to what they are. And I can't imagine, like, fighting with him. Like, I, I mean, I can't imagine fighting with him over anything, you know. But I certainly can't imagine fighting with him to the point that, you know, I have to be on a different continent and I don't want to come see him. Right. It's, it's I, I want it to work out, you know. So I mean, bad. we find out so many things about their parents. But, you know, we've just watched them grow up and... You know, I feel like they're my nephews. I really want them to just, oh. I want to just sit down with them and be like, okay, now you kids make up. Like, we need to lock them in a room. 100%. And tell them they have to make up before they can come out. It drives me crazy. Yeah. I feel like they're my kids. Yeah. Like, you guys figure this out. You're better than this. Right. You're royal. Right. And, <laughs> and I, you know, it's I think. It's not good for the monarchy either. It's not, it's not good for any, nobody no. wins. Right. This is a situation where nobody wins right. except, like, the inquirer. That, that really doesn't even, I'd say the Daily Mail. Yeah, right. Boy, I went. I visited the Inquirer the other day. Wow, that thing is gone. 
Remember when that was the hottest rag yeah. on this planet? Right. Gone. Huh. Gone. Hollywood speak that. That guy was. Yeah. Yeah, he was an he was an interesting one. Right. Fair enough. That was that was good. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. You're listening to Lori and Julia on My Tech. When we come back, it's pop culture trivia. I swear to God, Patrick, if you beat me, like everyone does, you'll just be with everyone else. <laughs> and it'll be okay. We'll be right back.